Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Match Ball. Hello there, welcome to The Match Ball. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan, Michael and Rob. Uh, here for the Boxing Day game. That's not very good. Now, is it boys and girls? No, no. Levi Solicitors, though. Yeah, excellent. excellent. Continue to provide excellent services. Well, probably not today because it's, uh, it's bank holiday, isn't it? Yeah, so, everyone's okay. sh- everyone shut for Christmas. Well, that's Christmas cancelled, isn't it? Well, they, they didn't ruin Christmas. Boxing no. Day is always shit. Mm. Just feel fat and hungover, don't you? No. Do you not? I feel slim and attractive <laughs> and sober as a judge. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass, wasn't it? Um, let's talk about the red card then because it's obviously going to be the big... Talking point. Melier, what do you reckon? I mean, it is one, isn't it? Just a bit daft, wasn't he? Reminded me of a Union O'Kane at Ipswich where you just go, no, just don't do that. They've absolutely bought it out of you mm. and you've been stupid enough to fall for it. The annoying sort of is, is that it's a red card because of the rule is that says you can't touch someone's face, yeah. basically. But it's not hurting in the slightest. So it's... It's, it's, frust- it's, it's frustrated in terms of genuine human physical contact yeah it's only a red because they've brought in a it's like a special class of foul if you touch one's face isn't it basically because yeah. that hurts far less than just being kicked yeah which you're allowed to do and get away with it for the most part so yeah. what I'm saying is he should have really lamped him yes if he's going to get if you're going to get sent off for for attacking someone's face at least you know earn it spread the nose about a little bit <laughs> or something because you, you can do can't you and it's the same red um, yeah frustrating I but think. stupid just because I kind of saw it and I went, oh no, that can't be, but it is, but oh, oh, that's not fair. Yeah, that was the thing watching it live because I didn't really realise he'd slapped him in the face to start, or pushed him in the face to mm. start with. I thought, no, he's, that's not a red. And then you saw it back and think, oh, Ilan, why have you mm. done that? He should have tried to rip the rest of his patchy beard off his face, shouldn't he? And there was, there was the little exchange in the sort of run up to the, to the red card thing, which probably contributed to the outcome of the red card when he's got, when he's head to head with the other guy. Mm. And, um, and he, but he was laughing and grinning at that point was Melier, wasn't he? And then he, I mean, he didn't need to get involved in the whole thing, did he? No. The, 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 I think the first guy must have said something to him or bumped him a little bit and he turned around and had a bit of a pop at him, but then... I mean, there, 28, had no reason to get involved with no. he ran in, didn't he? But... Did he get booked for it? I'm sure yeah, he, he did. Booked. Yeah, um, What do you reckon to this result being on Farker and Melier then? Um... Again, we're into the, the territory of team selection subs, leaving Gray on as well. I mean, that's one thing we did say as in, in here, wasn't it, when we were watching it, that 
leaving Archie on against Miller on that side when we'd seen he was causing trouble for him all game. Well, they had one plan, really, which was to give it to him. He'd go, he'd go outside, then he'd cut inside. But that, that's not a unique plan, is it? We've seen teams targeting Archie. Yeah. Do you know what solve it? Buy a left back. Buy a fucking left back. You to move stuff Have around. a left back, and then you can move the right back you've got on loan from Spurs to mm. the right to the right to the right back position. Yeah, I mean, I would have possibly looked to get Archie out of there because he was struggling a lot. He was also by the end he's playing like right centre back, kind yeah. of covering both. And Willie Nonso was on the right hand side. I thought maybe we could have had Dan James on the right hand side because he's generally a bit more diligent defensively. But yeah, someone just needed to kick him. Yeah, kick Miller because we got- should. We should be more strategic and bastardy in these situations, shouldn't Cause, we? Because they were, weren't they? They did us today in that sense. Mm. I was going to say... We were a little bit too passive, I thought. Compare how they booted Somerville into the air in like 50 minutes in and he did a mm. somersault in the air. Someone just needed to do that to Miller and mm. nobody did. Take it in turns. Just yeah. go one at a time, go over there and kick him so you can't get sent off for it and just... No one's getting it for totting up. You just go like, Dan James, you go have a little go at him. Now Amper yeah. do it short turn. Yeah, now yeah. Kamara, it's short turn. Yeah. And eventually you, you sort of you kind of wear him down on these things. But yeah. Yeah, it was just frustrating because all he, he did the exact same thing every single time he got the ball and we just continued to fail to deal with it. And, and you look at the, the contrast with Somerville who um, who didn't get into the game at all today. No. He, was, he was totally out of it, off the boil. But, but they all were. I mean, you've got to give credit. I mean, as much as we might not like it, I don't think we can, we're not moaning necessarily at, at what Preston did, their approach to win the game because it won the game. Mm. And we, we were not, enough. and I'm advocating us being bastards you know. as well being a dick to a winger as well. If it's particularly when you see they've only got really one good player. Yeah. Just go and pick on him. Yeah. Like just go and boot him as, as much as you can and get him annoyed and get him booked because he's annoyed that everyone's kicking him every yeah, time he it, gets it. They did let him have the free run of it, didn't they? Really like, did. He, he, he got to stay in his groove all game and then Or the annoying thing, which maybe comes with experience with Gray, like he I don't think he really wanted to use his left foot at all. Mm. So show him outside now and then to cross it. Because even the because he put in the cross for the header, didn't he as well? But that was again where he went he cut inside and crossed it. Hmm. It was just the same thing over and over again. It's just really hard to watch. Yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? Um, and te- in terms of the subs, I'm sort of mindful that you can't really change a winning team after what we did to Ipswich, mm-hmm. can you? I mean, like, it's, it's easy to say with hindsight, he should have made, uh, rotated. I'm confusing rotation with subs here, but the same point stands. You know, it's like you can criticise Farker for his, for his subs or whatever. And the subs today were, were in a position of being up against it, given what Melier did, mm. first of all. And, and obviously... They worked up to a point because we got a very well-deserved penalty. Oh, sickening challenge. Yeah. Um, and then it's just unfortunate that Archie getting isolated at right back has ended up costing us the game. But um, in terms of rotation, you can't justify rotating, can you, going into that game? I know it might be a, a grumble overall about what um, Farker does or doesn't do in the run to these games. Mm. It will be interesting to see what he does in the next game because he does keep saying this spell of four games in nine, in nine days, I will have to rotate. But then, but then like you say, it's like, well, if, if you think your best team are fit enough, you've got to play your best team, haven't you? Yeah. But it's just not worked today. I mean, at least Ampadu's had a rest now. <laughs> All five minutes of it. I do wonder if maybe is this is this the um, the opportunity to do what I've just said and that's stick Spence at right back. If Byram's fit enough to... I reckon Melier play, probably get a rest. Do you think? Next game as well. He can go out New Year's Eve now as well, can't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about. Um, I feel like you might deserve it for not singing, um, not singing last Christmas mm-hmm. in the right tune. In the right allowing, key. allowing Pascal to no, it was pa- pa- oh. he, he wasn't singing it at all. Oh, it was Pascal who went up with Pascal yeah, went falsetto, it? didn't he? Um, Darlow was his first contribution there to pick it out of the back of the net. Bless him. Good header, though, wasn't it? Yeah, can't really blame him. 
stop stop the cross, please, just someone. Yeah. I, I feel like we've been guilty of that a few times recently. I don't know if they're all just concerned about people running in behind them or whatever. It's like mm. sometimes the guy's going to cross it, go to him really quickly. Because it was the Coventry goal, wasn't it? I think that was Spence, just let the guy mm. put the cross in. Like, come on, just make it easy for yourself. There, there is a certain amount of, I don't know, at times I notice this, do you agree? Like there's a bit of a lack of physicality with us sometimes. Like we, we tend not to put our foot in and, and mix it up. We tend to sort of stand off and try and maintain shape more than anything. And sometimes we're happy for teams to cross. Mm. Which might work if we could win headers. Yeah. But we're not very good at that. No, I mean, it, it, the problem is it does. It can't, and you know, by definition, it can't work every week, can it? It works mm. most weeks because we're we're good most weeks. Yeah, every game we lose just feels exactly the same, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like in the Premier League, we found loads of different ways to lose last year. Like sometimes we just go out and get a, a paste in from the first minute. Other times we take the lead and then they'd come back into it. Sometimes we'd we'd go ahead early and then they'd steamroller us. You know, there were loads of different ways of doing it. Mm. This year, it's just every every defeat feels exactly the same. Yeah, but. We just, we Perhaps just... that's not necessarily a bad thing, though, in that we were in every game. Yeah, yeah, we were we were in that one, even with ten men, with like you know seven minutes to go plus uh, stoppage time. It's mm. maybe the difference between the Championship and the Premier League as well, isn't it? Because all our defeats mm. do feel very champo. And like, I was looking mm. at the stats at half time, and I think between the two teams, they had lost possession 135 times, which is like three times a minute. It works wow. out as, and you think, yeah, it felt like that as well. It was just, yeah, they didn't there was want, no pattern of play. They didn't want to let us play, did they? It worked for them, mm, and fair did. enough. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, Anders is just asking, can you, Michael, or another footballing expert, explain why it's a worse offence lifting your hand to someone's face than running 20 metres to shove an opposition keeper two-handed <laughs> in the chest? It's just the way it is, isn't it? And it's, you want, the, it's, it's, a, it's a daft rule, really. Yeah, and you, want, you wonder why, you know, maybe the referee as well is in the back of his mind knows it's on TV if you don't take some action under those circumstances because you wonder if that had not been a televised game had it been two other teams maybe just a random championship game does someone get sent off there I think refs always send people off for, for shoving in the face but it, I agree it's stupid The what are you actually penalising because yeah. it's not hurting it's not affected the game because the ball's not even in play at the time so what's what exactly are you punishing is, is his face so fragile that he could have knocked all his teeth out with that like it's yeah. it doesn't seem to make sense it's a bit like you know, someone can, if you take your shirt off, it's always a yellow card because that's the rule. Yeah. So well, why? You can take your shirt off quickly. Well, if you take your shirt off as you're running back to the halfway line, celebrating, <laughs> you could do that really quick. Like I can see the, there's a principle to it, which is, well, it takes, it wastes time. And in this case, you know, you're not, you're not meant to shove people in the face. Um, but what impact it has on anything it's kind of it's a point it's a pointless argument to get into because yeah. the players, players all know you can't do it. Yeah. So don't, so don't do, do it. it. So just yeah. don't do it. Yeah. But yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. With regards to red cards, House of Stokes makes a good point. They had 22 fouls. Um, and we were saying on a number of occasions we thought they might end up getting a red card if mm. they weren't careful. So it kind of came almost as a bit of a shock that it was us who got a straight red because mm. I, th- I was fairly sure that one of them might make a like a daft challenge at some point for a second yellow or whatever. But they I mean, they should have had one in yeah, the injury one, time, shouldn't they? Because that, I mean, admittedly, Brown's first yellow was for was for walking in front of Dan James, which was strange. Uh, but then the, in injury time, he did that one on Ruto, which is a yellow card. Like nine times out of ten, you would say. But you know, by that point, what difference does it make? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I was just going to say that the red card came as a bit, a bit of a shock because you expected them to get almost to do it through totting up, but they, they walked it right up to the line mm. and stopped just at the right point. And as soon as they were in any danger, any danger of a red, just made the substantly. Mm. So you know, I, I mean, fair enough. Like you say, we, the, I don't think we can bitch and moan about the approach that they took because it won them the game in the end. So, um, and we did, and, let, and I mean. I've just looked at the XG. We had 1.34, which is nearly all the penalties, isn't it? That all counts as 0.75 or something. Somewhere. Yeah. But I can't remember any chances we had, really. Yeah, I looked at the XG at half time and they had 0.22 and we had 0.49. I was like, I don't really know where that's come from either. Hero had that chance where, was it Spence that cut it back? Mm. And he kind of fluffed it. But other than that, it was a lot of just block shots, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, they, and they didn't create anything either. It was a shit. They were sort of saying on the, the commentary they were going on, in other countries, they have a, a break for. Christmas, but this is great entertainment. I thinking, this has been this has been a shit yeah, game. Yeah. Like if you're watching that as a neutral, you're like fucking hell, this is dire. Yeah. Apart from a few moments where Ruto was able to turn and run past people, I don't think you'd say there were any good bits of football in that. No, it was not a good game, was it? That Ruto run from his own half that mm. was theirs. It was the one. It was the one smile beautiful. smile worthy moment, wasn't it? Mm. That second half, we just needed to give him the ball constantly because he was the one player who looked like he could do something. Yeah, yeah. Sign Chris Wood because he's got a hat trick today up at Newcastle. Premier League striker Chris Wood. Mm, that yeah. is funny. That Good is, for him. It's quite funny. Yeah, we'll have to um, catch up with it and see if there's any ear cupping or anything along those lines. Um, but yeah, not a good day for Leeds, was it at all? Um, what do you reckon to the triple subs then? That was at 68 minutes. Um, and it was Somerville, Kamara, and Spence who went off. And you can see he's, he's still trying to build up Spence's minutes. Mm. Um, Gruev, Nonto, and, and Joseph who came on. Did any of the three who came on do any? I would have Anything impactful, or was it? Or was the game already away from us at that? Point? I felt like he should have taken Gray off because he was having a very difficult time on that side. I know, I know, Spencer's probably tired, but if Spencer's tired and Gray isn't, maybe look to shuffle Gray around and give some, give put Byram on at right back or something because it just was. It seemed like it was so glaringly obviously going to be where they scored from. Mm. I'd I'd like to know how fit Byram is. I mean, you, mm. you do just feel like you've got to wrap him in cotton wool, but I think. Fark was saying, yeah, he'll be back in the new year, back in the new year, and he rocks up on the bench today, and you do think, like, was he ever actually going to come on or not? Mm, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. But the, sub, the subs, didn't feel like it had much impact, did it? But then we did we did win a penalty with them on. But I mean, that wasn't a penalty. That was, was, that was exciting when we were like, who's going to take this penalty? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, no, no. Oh, he's gone off. He's Hang gone on off. a minute. He's gone off. <laughs> it, was nice. it was nice enough penalty. Wasn't we could have brought Pat on, couldn't we, at that point? Just, just to have, take it. Could have done. 
But was it a pen? That wasn't a penalty, was it? I mean, he did. He tripped him. Dan James stood on his toe as he went past him and then shot in the air like it was detonated. Mm. I thought he was nailed on. Especially the way he rolled around in that penalty box. I thought that must have been a terrible tackle. Yeah. Yeah, ref was weird. Yeah, it was, he was he mental. Was, he was pretty rubbish, yeah. I have to say. He'd been doing Premier League games apparently as well, hadn't he? But I just couldn't... I couldn't I, it's nothing that specific that he did wrong or right. I just com- confused by the whole mm. thing. He let, he let a lot go under some circumstances, but then yeah. under others not. By the end of the game, anyone who fell over just got a free kick yeah. and potentially the other player got a book in. It was strange. Yeah, which, like which is why I thought we might end up seeing them get a mm. red card because he was like giving fouls and then the odd book in here and there for everything. Well, like the one in the first half where Somerville ends up upside down. I feel like late in the game, he probably gives a free kick and a yellow card for that. But then at the time it happened, he was in a little spell of letting stuff go. And he's, oh, I don't know. I don't feel like I particularly want to blame the ref. No, not at all. No, because they're all like this. And I don't think... <laughs> I don't think it's worthy of a red card, but I think it is a red card at the same time. I don't think that's really a penalty, but then you also do see those penalties given all the time. <sighs> Fucking stupid spot, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you, you should be celebrating. You were running around here punching there when um, Preston got that late goal because you've won money today. Of course I have, yeah. yeah what have you won? About 30 quid, I think. And what are you going to spend it on, you filthy ill-gotten gains? I've already, I've already told you what I'm spending <laughs> it on. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. If you've seen the movie Train Spotting. <laughs> Well, uh, that's your reference point there. The kids are going to have a great new year, aren't they? <laughs> um, uh, three match ban for Melier, obviously, for violent conduct. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. Be nice to see a bit of Carl Darlow. When we signed Darlow, I did kind of think he'd be our number one because I thought we'd be selling Melier. Mm. Then we didn't. No. He's fine, isn't he? Probably. We've not seen the best of him. He made a save today. I mean, it might be his first save in a lead shirt, so we were thinking it's going to get six months. <laughs> it's taken him six months to make a save. God, we have just made that up, by the way. Yeah, he yeah, probably yeah. has made a save. Yeah, we just yeah. Don't look just, at don't look at stats. We're just being silly, silly boys, aren't we? Uh, yeah. I mean, in terms of what it means for the whole overall season, I would say it's very important. Even though we kind of made hay with the Ipswich victory, not to completely lose our shit over this either. Because one of them's dropping points later on today. Um, but if they do draw, they should grow up and not mm. do that. But uh, what what represents the best outcome from that game tonight? Is it a Leicester win, basically? So we're no worse off. Yeah, we need Leicester to just run away with run it. Run away with it, fine. Yeah. Get it won before you come to Ellen Road so you're not even asked. Yeah. Beat Ipswich twice this month. Beat Southampton whenever you play them as well because they're probably going to go ahead of us mm. today, which is not fair, really, if you think about it because I've not thought about them as much as I maybe should have done. Um, but yeah, they're playing Swansea, aren't they, at home? So you'd think they'd win that. It's nice to have the stress of trying to chase down the top two when they're so clearly going to lose in the playoffs this season. <laughs> but you know, makes yeah, it exciting, stop, doesn't stop it? Stop it now, it's Christmas. It's a time of dreams and fairy tales, isn't it? So we've got to uh, got to indulge in that. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking on, I know it's algorithmic nonsense, but according to FOTMOB, basically everyone was shit. Ampadu and Strouk were our better, best players, which... Well, we, ne- we never got into the passing, did we, today? That's, that no. was, that's always a dead giveaway when we can't pass to each other properly and, and when we get it out to lo- the likes of Somerville when nothing just seems to happen or work. Mm. Don't know. Games like this as well you can, just, you can sniff it, can't you? Like when, when Piru went off as well, he sort of didn't miss him because he be- I felt like he barely touched it to that point anyway. So when he goes off, you sort of go, well, okay. What's the difference? Uh, yeah, do this, as Stu, sorry, as Stu just pointing out, um, forget it, 16 is, touches Piro it, it's Southampton who'll profit from Christmas so they'll probably go above us today yeah I think I just said that a minute ago. did you say that? 
Sorry, I was just thinking. I was thinking sad thoughts. <sighs> thinking sad thoughts about it. Oh. I'm surprised Ampadu's rated that highly. It's weird these games because, mm. like you say, we've had a few results like this, and you come out of it wondering, well, which bit went wrong? And sometimes I do think, do we just need the midfield to just boss it a bit more mm. and let our attacking players take the piss as they have done for much of this season? We've we've thrown quite a few away points where with bad discipline as well because Birmingham was a late penalty we gave away, wasn't it? We had Hull. The red at Hull, red today, Stoke. I mean, it's not not well, discipline of not um, giving Pat Bamford a good a good a good spanking when he picks up the ball for that penalty. But you know, there, there have been even in games we've lost, there are, we've made a real deliberate effort to throw points away at point at times. It feels this season, which I just rather we didn't. Mm. Every every game we've won, we've thoroughly deserved. Is what I'm saying. Every game we've lost has been not fair in some way. Yeah, we've been cheated by. No, the... but we were shit today. We were shit today. I'm not going to complain about it too much but I think they were also shit and we should have got something from it as a result of that yeah my first note on the game was two minutes in when their centre half just passed it out for a throw in mm. and I thought oh no this is good like they're terrible we should just battle these but I mean just rewind into the start I think we were of a mind here I was certainly thinking it okay we've not been great we've not done much in the first 20 to 25 minutes but if we can just sit tight don't do anything stupid don't concede anything hopefully we then start to come into the game and it started to unfold a little bit like that didn't it? But we never properly took it by the scruff of the neck from that point. Mm. I'm just checking my notes from the start because I can't remember what happened. Basically, nothing happened. Yeah, I've barely made any notes today. Um, we, just because there were no chances. Yeah, our set pieces were awful. But then I've just looked. We did have two chances in the first half from set pieces, which rode on and Ampadu just headed miles mm. wide, which is frustrating. But the, from then on, our crossing from set pieces went back to like last season when it was Brendan Aronson and Jackie whispering to each other <laughs> and then hitting the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With a bit of Mark Rocker thrown in for good, good measure as well. Yeah. It, again, it, it's one of those just little signs, those signifiers that it's not quite going your way, is it? Like, when it felt like, and I tweeted this from the, the Square Ball account saying, it's one of those days where absolutely everything seems to go right and went right from the very first whistle today. It just felt like all of it was a bit of a grind and never quite clicked. Mm. We have won games like this, where like Blackburn away felt in some ways a bit like this, that it was quite boring in some ways and we weren't great but we just had enough to beat them because individual players managed to do stuff. But today, just I don't know, Somerville's been our best player for quite a while now and he had his worst game for months, probably. Mm. Like, he, he ran it out of play a couple of times. Just just never felt like it was clicking for him, did it? Yeah, that was after Melier got sent off and I thought, oh, maybe this might give us a jolt and then Somerville ran it in a play and out of play and then Preston scored. So, oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, interesting point that uh, Stu's making that, you know, we needed a number 10 in the side against these types of teams, somebody who can make things happen. It's, it's, mm. it's playing against the deep defence, isn't it? The banks of five that seems to, it frustrates us. And then when you've got an outlet like Miller, who causes you enough problems, it can sometimes be enough to win a game. Mm. Deep lying midfielders, we seem to have quite a nice way of getting play going through Ampadu and Kamara, the deep lying playmaker types. But when it gets further forward, it does sometimes feel like we just, everyone wants to, everyone we have wants to run with the ball and get in the box. And there's not anyone who just, in the way that you know, in the way that Pablo used to sometimes kind of stop. I know we just ended up talking about Pablo because he, he was good last time we went up. I'm aware it's predictable, but you know, like how he'd sometimes just he'd stop and everything and move around him, and he'd all of a sudden be in loads of room, and then yeah. he'd, he could thread a ball. And I know it feels like we all bomb forward a little bit too much at yeah. points. James is quite adept at doing that, but his decision making just sometimes lets him down, doesn't it? But he's been pretty good on that for the most part, where he'll mm. he'll put his foot on it because he's that so damn fast. He'll get onto something. You think, right? Hang on a minute. Put your foot on it, let everybody catch up mm. with the play. So he's not bad at it, but obviously 
Dan James is not Pablo Hernandez. I enjoyed his shot from about 35 oh. yards where he was never, ever, ever going to score. And it was a very predictable outcome of into the stands and he just cut to Farker shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, that, that is this afternoon. Bad day. Well, if the comments have come through, we will, um, we'll have a chat about those very quickly. Otherwise, I think we should just go. Yeah, let's just go. Because it's Christmas and we don't need to labour the point, do we? Sorry, everyone. We'll be back on uh, <laughs> We'll be back on Friday night then for uh, for more match ball action after the victory in pink at West Brom then. Mm, Give that a whiz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're looking forward to that now? It'll be pink again, won't it? Yeah. You're looking forward to it? Not anymore. 8.15, isn't it? It's very late. Although it, what it does mean is that we, can, we got this out of the way early so we can stew on it for four days now over the this daft week between Christmas and New Year. Come back on Friday night. So at least we get a proper few days now. So I'm just going to forget this happened and think about Saturday a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice of that. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Is it? I don't feel like it's taken the wind out of my sails about that. I've just kind of had to go. Yeah, forget it. Whatever, not having it. Let's go then, I suppose. Right then. Speak to you on Friday. We'll see you in a bit. The match ball. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.